Namaste Jai Hind welcome to another edition of ANI podcast with Smita Prakash Today my guests are Mr Tilak Deveshar and Major Gaurav Arya two Pakistan experts Mr Deveshar is the author of three widely acclaimed books on Pakistan and has also edited three books on Pakistan for the Vivekananda International Foundation His new book is on the Pashtuns Also on the podcast is Gaurav Arya who's an Indian Army veteran and is the founder of the Chanakya Forum He's a public speaker who you would have seen on many TV debates and on social media. Thank you very much uh, Mr. Deveshwar. Thank you Gaurav for coming today and talking to us. So uh, this is going to be a very interesting conversation I'm sure regarding Pakistan. I'll begin with you uh, Mr. Deveshwar. You've written this book on uh, Pakistan which I'm going to get to shortly. But first I want to ask you about the events the current events which are happening in Pakistan is very interesting because uh, in in the years that I have been following Pakistan I've never seen the kind of demonstrations that are going on right now you know posters against uh, against the pakistan army them going and uh, attacking or uh, you know the core commander's house uh, huge crowds going for a civilian it's all for imran khan these are uh, these are uh, supporters of imran khan and so for a civilian cause uh, which is for restoration of him to become prime minister supposedly that's the cause attacking the pakistan army this is something which is absolutely new how do you see it you you're such an avid pakistan watcher how do you see these events first of all spita thank you so much for inviting me to your show even though this has been a not been in existence for too long it's become extremely popular thank you so i feel honored and a privilege to come uh, that you've invited me you see two things have happened in uh, pakistan to understand the background of what is happening imran khan was removed as prime minister through a democratic process of the vote of no confidence but his ego does not accept that he could be removed he feels insulted so since april when he was removed till now he has remained in the limelight galvanized the masses and using a false narrative instead of as a politician theek hai aaj haar gaye we will come back tomorrow he has not accepted that so he used this false narrative of an american conspiracy and tapped into the deep anti-americanism in pakistan one second before yeah. uh, you explain this more uh, there are some uh, viewers some uh, some listeners who may not understand this concept of the american nar- narrative or the uh, the false narrative if you could just slightly explain this yeah. what happened so um, he claims that a official of the us state department threatened the pakistani ambassador in washington that in case imran khan is not removed relations with the us will deteriorate in case he is removed you know certain beneficial things would happen and this imran khan said was sent to the ambassador sent this as a telegram uh, or a cipher document to for then he pulled it out and waved it in a meeting in a public meeting in march this is the american conspiracy the americans wanted me out because i said no to their bases i went to russia and in a host of other things there is a deep rooted anti americanism in pakistan and he's managed to tap into that to that he's added anti army anti establishment again it's a it's a very popular thing too so this has been his so this is one thing that has happened in pakistan so how is this a uh, thing uh, of you know that there is you are saying this uh, deep rooted anti americanism lekin hum log to sab ye sochte the ki wo teen a's hain america allah aur army 
ये तीन हैं दीज आर द पिलर्स लाइक यू नो इंडिया हैज़ यू हैव वी हैव द पिलर्स ऑफ डेमोक्रेसी वेर वी हैव द एग्जीक्यूटिव द जुडिशरी एंड यू नो द मीडिया ऑल्सो द फोर्थ पिलर बट इन पाकिस्तान इट वॉज दीज थ्री पिलर्स तो आप एंटी अमेरिकनिज्म कहाँ से आ गया बिकॉज पाकिस्तानी लीडर्स हैव ऑलवेज milked anti-americanism to get more money from america okay if you recall in the case of musharraf he created this scare that if i don't protect you there will be a takeover of the islamists hmm. so the, but for the domestic audience they will keep criticizing the americans though they will willing to do anything that the americans want hmm. so that's why there is anti-americanism and not from now abhi se nahi hai anti-americanism has been there for a long time So Imran Khan was installed by the army. Where did things sour between him and the army? You see, in October last year, when Bajwa, General Bajwa, wanted to post Faiz Ahmed, who was DGIS as corps commander, because in case he was to be in contention for the army chief, he had to command a corps. So he wanted to push him out in October. Imran Khan, for reasons that are not very clear, or people hint at it, and these are non-professional reasons, didn't want to let go of Faiz Ahmed. Hmm. and he wanted he said no we we'll, should continue for some more time and things like that hmm. so then bajwa said look he just has to go and this was the understanding and he issued the orders imran khan didn't sign on the orders so it kept pulling 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 november ho gaya then sometimes i think in uh, towards end of november because 29th november 22 bajwa retired so if faiz amid had to be in contention he had to do a core at least for one year before that hmm. so finally imran khan relented now you see in pakistan the army has favorite politicians but they will never allow a politician to have favorite generals and that's when the institutional interest of the army came in and they said nothing of the sort we are not going to allow that the politician to choose which general goes where and you know you can't interfere in the chain of command and the posting that's how relations started deteriorating with them why is it so important uh, to have your man as the isi chief for an for a prime minister for imran khan it was critical why because as um, uh, parvez alahi put it very uh, in a very punjabi way that the army was even changing his nappies he didn't know how to change his nappies <laughs> so the day to day management of parliament of putting together his majority putting together his coalition all was managed by the isi all the uh, the bills that had to be passed the election of the senate chairman everything was done by the army therefore he wanted see, somebody see again by the army or by the isi see uh, let's clarify this Haan. here isi reports to the prime minister uh, okay. technically the dg isi is selected by the prime minister but because he is is serving Uniformed army officer, officer okay there is no way he can go against the wishes of the army chief only once i think when benazir bhutto she appointed um, this lieutenant uh, general kallu as the dg isi all along the dg isis have been with the consent of the army chief so tell me uh, in the pecking order it's the army chief on top and then uh, isi chief uske baad aata hai nahi kyunki you know they, you uh, see in popular uh, films and all these things that jaise picture ke piche isi ka uh, camera laga hua hai and you know in in no it's the army chief and the co commanders okay you know the nine co commanders are that is the college gate leadership and then which co commander is the most important rahul pindi rahul pindi Ten, ten, ten co, you know, which is hmm. he's the uh, critical man. So, all coups are triple one. Triple one brigade is uh, reports to him. Plus, also he, uh, the uh, units facing India, FCNA and things like that, are all commanded by hmm. the Pindi Corps command. Hmm. So, this is one 
element of the equation. Okay. That is Imran Khan. The second equation is that Bajwa, General Bajwa retires on 29th of November. And Imran Khan actually wanted to appoint Faiz Amid as the army chief. Now he can't because there's a different government. So he is putting pressure on this government to postpone the appointment of the army chief till after the elections. He hopes to win the elections and appoint the army chief. And he's told Bajwa, I'll give you an extension <coughs> till such time as the elections are held. That is one part of it. The other part of it is that he does not want this government to appoint the senior most three-star general, hmm. that is Asim Munir, hmm. as the army chief. Okay. Because there is no love lost between Imran Khan and Asim Munir. You see, Asim Munir was DGISI. And within eight months, Imran Khan got rid of him for reasons against that were not professional. So, he got rid of Asim Munir within eight months of being DGISI. And appointed Faiz Amid in his state. So, there is a panga. There, there is a khundak between Asim Munir and Imran Khan. And Imran Khan feels that if Asim Munir is appointed as army chief by Shabazz Sharif's government, then the next three years when he's going to be army chief, Imran Khan will be in the wilderness. Okay. So, that is the hurry for him to ensure that elections are announced. The new army chief is appointed only by the new government and not by this government. Okay. I'm going to come to you, uh, Gaurav. Yes. You are... Uh, you're quite a legend in Pakistan. You know, when I don't have any work, I just Twitter pe all the memes that are made on you where your face has been taken and Jinnah's cap has been made and then and you're called the father of the nation in Pakistan. You've been hanged metaphorically several times in Pakistan for all your views on it. So I'm going to get to the social media part of it. But before that, I want to ask you what I asked uh, Mr. Deveshra. The same question is, how do you view what is happening in in Pakistan these days, does it surprise you at all? Uh, and you know, like there are people like Sushant Sareen and all who say that we can't do it and the Indian Army can't do it, Imran Khan Pakistan, which is going and you know demonstrating or attacking the house of uh, in Peshawar of the Corps Commander. So what do you, how do you see all this happening? Uh, thank you for inviting me, Smita. When it, when it happened, you know, for the first time, I could not believe that such a thing is happening in Pakistan because... Uh, uh, like you said, the three A's. Hmm. That is what we have... That is the steady diet that we've been brought up on. That, you know, Allah, America and the army. But uh, I think what is happening is, A, uh, like we say in Hindi, this is uh, a fight for sovereignty. Also, uh, overall suzerainty of who, who controls Pakistan and who controls the future of Pakistan. That is on the face of it. Hmm. Like Mr. Devashar very, very correctly said, you know, it's also a race to appoint the new army chief. Because while every Democrat in Pakistan might speak about democracy, but all of them have been appointed uh, by the army or the creation of the army, hmm. creation of Rawal Pindi. Uh, Zulfikar Ali Bhutto was the creation of uh, Ayub Khan. And then they're killed by the army also. Because, because they start thinking they are God. Hmm. And this is, this is the problem. Ay Ayub Khan created Zulfikar Ali Bhutto and Zulfikar Ali Bhutto was hanged by Ziaul Haq. The problem is that they go against the institution. And institutional loyalty uh, has been very, very important for the Pakistani army. It's only now mm. that uh, this is what uh, uh, one of my Pakistani friends who's a journalist said that there are, there are two kinds of generals in Pakistan. You know, uh, uh, you know, jo dadi wale or daru wale. So he says that the, 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 the religious kinds, you know, who pray five times a day and then there are these whiskey swelling generals mm. of the Pakistan army and... Uh, he said, this is one of the divides of the Pakistani army. Now, what he has done is, I think Imran Khan through this long march, he has tabbed into, uh, like Mr. Devashar said, 
of course anti americanism because mm. that has been there for a very long time in spite of the fact that pakistan relies is, so much on america is, no it's pretty much afloat because of the americans yeah, for exactly. all practical purposes but also the fact that you know uh, this this uh, uh, the, the pakistani people have never seen victory in their lives and i'm telling you this is very uh, important ek hari hui qoum hai na jisne kabhi jeet nahi dekhi so when somebody comes uh, you know their their, their diplomacy is uh, down hmm. right their economy was never up all right uh, uh, their army has lost all the wars and uh, every time you know uh, the head of state is seen with a begging bowl somewhere in the world and all this gets back to the pakistanis they have extremely low self esteem do and they got a yes. do you think that Absolutely. because hum log kehte hain that they have lost wars yes. lekin wahan par jo you know the the narrative is that they have won the wars no but uh, abhi jo protest mein aayi ye baat ha ye protest mein ye baat aayi ha protest mein ye baat aayi hai ki you can only do it against us why don't you fight against india humne aapko 71 mein dekha hai humne aapko 65 mein dekha hai Hmm. This is what common Pakistanis are telling the army, and they know that Pakistani studies is all fraud. Hmm. Hmm. They know it's fake. So coming back to what I was saying, Smita, what has happened in Pakistan is suddenly here comes a guy who says that you know, I will give you a new Pakistan. I will give you a new Medina. Now these thoughts evoke. Explain Riyasat-e Medina. Riyasat-e Medina was what Prophet Muhammad created in Medina hmm. Hmm. after his flight from Makkah. Hmm. which is the basis of the islamic calendar the hijrat yeah. any created a society that uh, was based on the principles of justice and equality huh. yes and they said ki sadiq aur amin hoga jo bhi pakistan ka hmm. jo bhi uh, leader hoga sadiq aur amin he who can be trusted he who is loyal hmm. so is imran khan sadiq amin absolutely not then i i will say i will say to you what imran khan said to the television anchor absolutely not Imran Khan is neither Sadiq nor Amin. Hmm. Imran Khan is slightly less corrupt than the Sharifs, but you the kitho da Sharif, you know that whole line. <laughs> it's the same <laughs> thing. Kitho hai Nawaz Sharif. Ha, na pyo Sharif na ma Sharif. Kitho hai Sharif. That was the <laughs> line of our slogan. Yeah, that used to be the the slogan for Sharif, and now here it is Sadiq Amin. Kahan ka Sadiq, kahan ka Amin? Yes. so uh, this i i think this pretty much sums up imran khan this is what this is what he's trying it's it's a past struggle it is interesting if i can interrupt yes he was taken to shokut khan hospital when the people from the other hospital came no, but this is after the attack after the attack ha huh. when the people from but the other but listen that attack was no I, i'm just saying a different thing on sadiq and amin okay so they wanted to do a blood test and x-ray reports for a medical or legal case to file a complaint they refused to hand over the blood test because it would have traces of drugs now this is a conspiracy theory it's not no, a conspiracy not. theory it's true it's not it's true they refused and gaib kar diye x-ray bhi gaib kar diye blood report bhi gaib kar diye and then you heard shabash didn't... sharif saying ki post mortem kyun nahi hua <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah did you hear that sabki angrezi thodi kamzor hai theek hai okay yeah, yeah. ha but this is a fact they did not allow the new doctors set of doctors i think from jinnah hospital or something to come and take his blood report or the x-rays hmm because Sadiq and Amin Saab has got um, traces of uh, drugs in his blood. Okay. So sorry, sorry. Uh, no. So yeah. So tell me, what did you feel when you saw these, uh, uh, you know, the the Peshawar se jo pictures aari thi, that entire night when one saw, uh, and it's gone worldwide. You know, the PTI supporters across the globe have in many cities of the world, uh, they've held these protests where they are saying and. 
suddenly you're seeing people coming on the streets protesting against the Pak army, talking for democracy in Pakistan. It seems a little bizarre, you know, that this is happening. Did you also feel that uh, when you saw that? Did you also get that sense that it, this is odd? Absolutely. I, I was shocked when I heard... Uh, because, because all the coups in Pakistan have pretty much been bloodless. Hmm. I mean, the people don't get on the streets and people don't protest against the Pakistan army. That's just hmm. not done. Uh, when I saw those images outside the corps commander's house, I was a little surprised. I said, this is taking it too far now. Then they tried to climb the, the, the walls into the governor's mansion and stuff like that in Punjab and every uh, all other places also they started this. Yes, yes, uh, I was pretty surprised. But uh, this is what Imran Khan has people believing, especially overseas Pakistanis. Also a lot of Pakistanis inside Pakistan, crores of them. But Imran Khan has them believing that he has, he has this magic wand, you know. Hmm. Nobody has asked Imran what your economic policies are going to be. Nobody's asked him what your diplomatic policies are going to be. Let's say you do become prime minister in the next six months. What are you going to do? No. There is this desperation, that's what I'm saying. A people who have always lost. It's not just about wars. Lost this game of life in every indicator, whether mm. it's passport, whether it's public health, they're at the bottom. Mm. They're being compared with Afghanistan and Sudan. And here is somebody who comes up and says, this is what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you Riyasat Madina, where everybody will have justice, there'll be fair play, there'll be equality, and... You know, it'll be a true democracy. This man who says he's going to give Pakistanis true democracy then turns around and tells Kamar Javed Bajwa that you prime minister. Laga hmm. This is the dichotomy that Pakistanis have no clue how to deal with because they think it's just another day of office. I mean... But uh, just to, uh, you know, uh, be the devil's advocate here, do you think that Imran Khan kind of realized that without the army at that stage, there was no way he could have come into civilian uh, power? It, was it possible? Because he came from no big political family, nothing else. He didn't have money power. He didn't have anybody on his side. So he needed... Uh, no, everybody. Even people with money power, big family ties, huge zamindars. Everybody, they don't they don't make it without the army's without help or army's army. blessings. Yeah. Imran Khan was brought as a counterweight to the Sharifs. Hmm. And the interesting part is, you know, this is the stick that Imran Khan uses today to beat the army with. So the army created a narrative. The ISI created a narrative that the Sharifs are corrupt. The Zardaris are corrupt. Here is a man who is not corrupt. You know, and they kept on saying that the Zardaris are corrupt and the Sharifs are corrupt. Now, and this is exactly what Imran Khan is telling the army today. Today, correct. That mujhe kyun And mm. you put the corrupt people there, you put the chores and dakes there, all the while you have been saying that he's corrupt and now he's, he's there. there. You've he's put him there. there and you've removed me. Correct, correct. So, this is how he's turned it around. Yeah. And, um, and also, if I can just add, hmm. see the narrative he's built for the last six months, all the fact that his government was a failure has been drowned, has been totally diverted the attention of the people. If you recall, you know, he came and he said, Aapne hai. Hmm. And then people started saying, the you know, situation hmm. was so bad. But all that has been swept under the carpet. And as Gaurav rightly mentioned, what is his program? Not one speech in the last six months has he said, I will do this. He just says, I was removed by a conspiracy. You bring me back to power. And Madina, See, I get that, uh, that, you know, he's not talking about policies and he's not talking about what he can do and all. But remember that when there is talk of a revolution, policy matters don't really come on the fore. If you see in India, India Rahul Gandhi is out on this Bharat Jodo Yatra, but policy is not. 
to bring about some kind of motivation in the people, policy matters nahi hoti. Wo emotional connect jodne ki baat hoti hai. But, you know, let me come, uh, let me move a little bit away from uh, Imran. Though, uh, Imran Khan does uh, feature in your book, uh, I'm showing the book right now. Uh, it's called The Pashtuns by Tilak Deveshar, uh, A Contested History. The first thing that came to me was like, ki Pashtun jo hai, wo har cheez pe contest karte hai, history pe bhi contest kar rahe hai. But then when I got around to reading it, and uh, it's very interesting, it's a voluminous book. Uh, it talks about so much about you know, uh, what a bloody past it has been for them and how difficult uh, it has been, their past, present, and it doesn't look like the future is going to be any different either. Uh, very interesting reading. Uh, but quite rightly, you start off by saying that, you know, what are our early memories of uh, Pashtuns, of Pathans? Hum sab ke liye it was Kabuliwala. You know, we all thought of it as Kabuliwala. And then later you got to know that, yeah, okay, uh, Dilip Kumar... His real name was Yusuf and he was a Pathan. Uh, but then you also uh, talked about how the uh, Ayub Khan was a Pathan, their, pre their prime minister, our pres their president. And our president uh, was also uh, uh, a Pathan. And then you talked about Madhubala, which I didn't know that she also had Pathan lineage. Yes. Uh, I didn't know that. And Mansoor Ali Khan Patauti. So then Saif Khan uh, becomes. So then explain to me that, you know, how is it that uh, that the Pathans have this cultural affinity regardless of their political boundaries that, you know, divide our countries, whether it's Afghanistan, Pakistan, India? What is it that binds Pathans across these three countries? We have civilizational links going back centuries. Mm. Even the Mahabharat, Gandhari, is actually Peshawar. Pesha. Then you had the Maurya, Chandragupta Maurya and Ashoka, who, whose empire encompassed what is today um, the Pashtun land or Afghanistan. You have so many Buddhist um, monuments and uh, inscriptions from Ashoka's time. And in fact, before the uh, Islam came to Afghanistan, there was a Hindu Shai kingdom in Kabul and a Buddhist kingdom in Bamiyan. And thereafter, then the Pashtuns started migrating towards India. The Delhi Sultanate, you had the Kiljis, you had the Lodis, you had the Suris, and then you had the uh, Rohilas. You had um, uh, principalities in Bhopal, uh, you had principalities in Tonk, Farukhabad. So there has been cross-fertilization between India, the Indian subcontinent and the uh, Pashtuns for going back centuries. In fact, you'd be surprised, but the largest repository of Pashtun documents are actually in India. Not only in museums, but in different houses and with different people. You know, enough research has not been done, but there was those who have the largest, uh, you know, uh, manuscripts, books written in Pashto are, are in India. So there is a very strong uh, civilizational connection. Hmm. Now, you may have the Taliban in power today. And uh, <clears throat> the government of India, obviously, for obvious reasons, is not very hunky-dory with the Taliban. But people to people, so whether it's sending 50,000 tons of wheat or sending uh, COVID vaccines or any kind of other humanitarian assistance, we feel a sense of responsibility because there is a strong civilization uh, connection. Hmm. You know, uh, Gaurav, I'm going to uh, quote from Mr. Devesh's book, which I, one quote which I found very interesting. I flagged it. I flagged several quotations, in fact. One I found very interesting where uh, Pakistan's Prime Minister Liaquat Ali Khan, he was asked in the he asked in the Constituent Assembly in 1948 when Khan Abdul Ghaffar Khan was present, and he said, "Is Pathan the name of a country?" or that of a community. 
and Gafar Khan replies, Pathan is the name of a community and we will name the country Pakhtunistan. And his son, Wali Khan, was asked if he was a Muslim or a Pakistani or a Pashtun first. He replied that he, he was a 6,000-year-old Pashtun, a 1,000-year-old Muslim and a 27-year-old Pakistani. You know, I found this... It is Fascinating. It's, yeah, it's also gut-wrenching. What is our identity? You know, all of us who live in the subcontinent, in fact, I, I, I don't recall exactly who it was who had once said that, you know, like a person who had a Bangladeshi passport, you know, like she says that at one point of time, I had a Pakistani passport. And before that, I had an Indian passport. This is a person who has lived through 1947, has lived through 1971 and now is a Bangladeshi. I had interviewed her, you know, regarding a film which was made uh, on India-Bangladesh relations. Identities, identity is so important. And explain to me what it means to be a Pakistani and still not be in, in, uh, in peace with one's identity. You know, like you mentioned about the Pashtuns, that Pashtuns for uh, 6,000 years. The Baloch have been saying the same thing, you know. Mm. They say that uh, we are the inheritors of the Mehrangar civilization. So they say Baloch for 10,000 years, Muslims for 1,200 years, and Baloch and Pakistani for 75. So this is what the Baloch say now. Pakistan has always had a very serious identity crisis because they chose to define themselves in a certain manner. And that is the root cause of the problem in Pakistan. Pakistan has always defined itself as we who are not India. Mm. So all the linkages, and this comes from Maulana Mahdudin also of the Jamaat-e-Islam. It comes from that school of thought that, you know, uh, there's a very interesting thing in, uh, in, 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 uh, uh, in a book that I read long back uh, that, you know, be as far away from a Hindu house that you cannot see the cooking smoke coming out of the chimney. Mm. So that, that, that was what was said. So, you remove yourself. Now, how do you remove? Because, because most of them have got Hindu ancestry. And therein lies the confusion. So you concoct forefathers who came with Muhammad bin Qasim. Uh, in they geographically removed themselves Absolutely. Away. But linkage to nahi jata na. Linkage nahi jata. Haan. Linkage nahi jata. But 711 AD, Muhammad bin Qasim comes to Sindh and f fights against Raja Dahir. And my great-great-great-grandfathers came with the army of Muhammad bin Qasim. And my great-great-grandfathers came from Central Asia or Turkey or Iran etc uh, etc et now the thing is that uh, you see and this is what is tearing pakistan at the seams also amongst amongst a lot of other factors bajwa is a sikh and hindu name hmm. chima is a sikh and hindu name musharraf he was here yes nawaz sharif is from here no not that simla ka hai no uh, not that huh? what i am saying smita is something else i am saying that these people still carry okay. hindu and sikh names yeah 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 okay so so Raja, Raja Parvez Ashraf. Yeah. Raja Parvez Ash, Ashraf. Haan. You know, uh, uh, Parvez Elahi. Uh, 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 they are the Jat. Uh, thing, yeah, no? some of them are Jat, some of them are Gujar, some of them are Rajput. So, like for example, Rana Sanawala is a Rajput. Okay. Right? And you know the, the Sethis, the Chathas, the Chimas, the Rathors, the Chohans. Yeah. All of them are in Pakistan and they have not, many of them have not changed their second, the last names, the surnames. Hmm. Because, because here is duality, hai na? Hmm. you take pride in the fact that you are Jat Sikh, but you are also a Muslim. Yeah. Right? Pashtuns don't have that problem. Hmm. 
you know because pashtun for 6000 years they don't Why have that problem is, do the pashtuns in pakistan not have a problem with it with their identity yeah no they don't have a problem with their identity because it's a civilizational thing is it for them their identity as wali khan said i'm a 6 year old pashtun they have got culture they have got pashtun wali the way of the pashtun there you are know, more pathans used in your book i read i which i didn't know that there are more pakhtuns pashtuns pathans whatever you want to call them in pakistan than there are in uh, afghanistan i yes, think isn't it and karachi is the and largest karachi. pashtun city in the world yeah more than uh, jalalabad or kabul kandhar peshawar so then but they don't identify themselves as sindhis even though they are in sindh yeah they identify themselves as pashtuns yeah, just like the mohajirs identify themselves as mohajirs mm-hmm. even though they are in sindh they came uh, from india in 47 but they treated themselves as a nationality but they came in 47 the yeah. pashtuns have been coming and going they don't they don't admit to the durand line they yeah. don't they don't respect it they don't yeah. believe in it they've been coming and going they don't see that divide yeah. at that because of their strong cultural ethnic linguistic commonality hmm. you see all of them speak pashto hmm. you call it pashto in the north they speak pashto which imran khan doesn't speak no, even he though speak. he is a pathan he claims but actually he is punjabi from miawali has ancestral niazi um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, pashto but you know settled all this time in but doesn't Punjab. speak dari or pashto it seems he does not and the niazi not punjabi not he speaks, he speaks punjabi but but uh, the 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 niazis from miawali have been very kind to india Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, AK Niazi in Sevilla. Yeah, 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 very nice. And th- this one is doing extensive damage. In fact, you know what? Smita recently had asked for people, uh, Indians abroad, to start funding the Pakistan Tehreek and stuff. And a lot of them have given money to Pakistan Tehreek and stuff. I said, Khan Saab, को पैसे की कमी नहीं होनी चाहिए, because he's on the long march, ना? No? And he's going to shake up the system. So a lot of people are giving money now. Ten, ten pounds, twenty pounds, fifty pounds. People have started funding. Namanzoor. dot com is the website. I can't do it from India. Otherwise, I would have given half my salary. Low. पैसा लो Khan Saab. You just stay true. to your mission don't don't back down now so <laughs> you are now creating the ground for another foreign funding case against ibran khan this is there is certain prohibited funding oh my you can't God, take yes. funding from ha ha uh, countries yes you know ha to ye bhi to dikkat hogi na fir imran saab ko but imran khan is doing wonders i think i i said this long back ha. one one and a half months back i said that uh, in fact uh, i i i think i can claim to have uh, said it first where i said that the indian army or the indian armed forces would not have been able to do so much of damage that imran khan alone imran khan dimag se jihadi hai he does not you see the, there is there is a dialogue from a Wo movie kya kya nahi hai he is a he is a cricketer hai taliban khan hai jihadi no, hai sab kuch hai i'll tell you there is and of course he is this hunk yes which Jo everybody in arbi mein fitna bolte hai na fitna ha essentially in his mind he uses anarchy as a tool to get to power so there there is a batman movie jisme wo bolta hai ki na this uh, uh, his 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 butler he goes to bruce wayne and the butler says that uh, alfred i think his name is and mm. alfred says master bruce he tells the story that when he was in service he was in the sas the special air service of the british army and he says i was in burma and uh, there was this warlord who was throwing away rubies the size of a tangerine the, he was throwing it away and uh, you know he would fight for the rubies he would steal the rubies but then he would throw it away so he said if he's not selling them or trading in rubies that is what bruce wayne asks him he said what's the point because he says master bruce there are some people who want to watch the world burn yeah that is the nature of the man agar mere liye theek nahi hai to kisi ke liye theek nahi hai if i cannot have pakistan you may as well drop a bomb that is what he said is mulk ke char tukde ho jayenge 
इसके ऊपर बम मार दो आप एटम बम मार दो दैट इज वॉट ही सेट ही वॉन्ट्स टू वॉच द वर्ल्ड बर्न If he cannot have it, then he does not care who has it. No, no, he to go in. So one other thing was the Pashtun. Yeah, so you move on. Yeah, exactly. In your book, you mentioned this that you know they are they are trying their level best to get over this image that is there with the Pashtuns. That what uh, Gaurav just mentioned. That man, he to go in. I mean, that jala denge, ag laga denge, but lardte rahenge. This this thing of ladaku kaum that as a community they want to fight and they are fighters. But you know, there again is mm. a this is the conception uh, narrative built by the British colonialists. Yeah. See, there are no Pashtun accounts of how they looked at the British or how they thought of themselves. The only one account I came across was by Gafar Khan's son Ghani Khan, and I've quoted him extensively. What is the Pashtun actually? What does the Pashtun think a Pashtun is like? And it makes beautiful reading. You know, it really puts a lump in your throat that what does a Pashtun think a Pashtun is like? And it's not that they are fighters. Mm. but because honor is the most important principle of pashtun wali that is defending your honor on the triangle of zar zan zameen you know women wealth and land they all carry weapons and because of that they have been given this impression and because they opposed british military um, uh, you know uh, invasion of their land so the british gave them a thing of they were up, they are fighters all the time it's not that but i think if uh, The I'm quote from Ghani hunting, Khan. Yeah, I'm hunting for the quote. It's introduction, yeah, me Ghani yeah. Khan ka. Yeah. एक तो मैंने ये लिखा था ना. We are content with as one elderly Pashtun tribesman yeah. told uh, Elphinstone. We are content with discord. We are content with alarms. We are content with blood. We will never be content with a master. Because again, Ghani Khan says that we are all rain-sown wheat. We all came up on the same day. So all Pashtuns are equal because they come from a common ancestor. So and he also writes that a farmer, the dirty hands will put out his hand to shake hands with an emperor. He has no blemishes, no consciousness of that because he feels he's an equal. So achievement, you know, the the status in society is achieved. You're not born because you are somebody's son or somebody's thing. It no, is achieved. No, what were the tribal loyalties in their tribal? So they're all they have to achieve it. They have to be by fighting, by owning more land, by leading expeditions or whatever. So they are the biggest democrats. You know, uh, Gaurav was mentioning about the Baloches. How are they different from the Baloch in that respect? You see, the Baloch have a, uh, a sardar huh. who's head of the tribe and a lot of respect. In the case of the Pashtuns, there is no inherited, no um, sort of heredity. Khan, it's all achieved. Your status is achieved either through war, owning more land, more hospitality. You know, there is no Khan without a dastar Khan. The bigger you can spread your tablecloth and feed your village. the more respect you command in society and people will then in a jirga a jirga is where everybody sits down together they sit in a circle hmm. there is no one who's the headman everybody is equal is there anything equivalent in india gorav do you see any tribe any oh yes in the northeast yes in the northeast in the northeast you have a gaumbuda hmm. a gaumbuda is the head of the village and i've seen very senior uh, ministers and very senior ias officers but when they go back to their village they have absolutely no airs they'll walk around barefoot and the gaon buda calls the shots so yeah uh, this and, and and it's a very very uh, evolved society in the northeast mm. northeast of india the it's nagas it's very egalitarian i absolutely, would say absolutely absolutely like the pashtuns you know they're very egalitarian yeah very. okay so uh, we were talking about the balochistan uh, thing you know how is it that suddenly there is now this 
pin drop silence as far as the baloch agitation is concerned it's you know the media's focus is only on the pti uh, uh, march and there's nothing the the mariza silent the buktis are silent kya hua kya hai camera the, chalega na wahan se main hmm. it's like the agnivir movement which happened hmm. and then suddenly they said that you know uh, uddhav thakre's government is collapsing and all the media moved away to uddhav thakre and suddenly there was no agnivir next day the agitation <laughs> died down so that's it, the media it's yeah. the media okay you want to point at us yes okay. <laughs> all of a sudden aapki baat ab supreme court bhi sun lega pakistani supreme court bhi sun lega hum hi villain hai har cheez pe ha bolo so so th- that is that is you know that is uh, pretty much how uh, balochistan the baloch are a minority in balochistan hmm. numerical minority there are more pashtuns in balochistan plus balochistan is spread over iran it is spread over pakistan thirdly the reason why you know i i often think and i could be wrong but i often think that if balochistan shared a border with india you see uh, if you want to if you want to support a secessionist movement you must have a border with that like for example kashmir like for example punjab hmm. it becomes difficult for any government to say that you know at the end of the day they are like an they are like australia as far as we are concerned they are an island because we we cannot reach it hmm. uh, we can only reach them either by land that way or sea directly otherwise there is no other way to get to balochistan and this is where they have suffered also abject poverty abject poverty yeah you talking about uh, you know uh, media focus uh, shifted from the baloch cause but the thing is that pakistani media has never really focused on anything any protest anything other than what happens in punjab yeah. you know other they have not focused on the ptm march which is that it's been going on for so long regardless of whichever government comes to power in islamabad they the march is going on there are disappearances which happen pakistani media doesn't talk about that the balochistan i think nothing absolute silence what is happening in their so called azad kashmir the protests which are happening silence even on that and here you have in india you know everybody says our oh, pakistani media is so free and forthcoming bhai they are only focused on punjab that nobody talks about actually indians have no idea many indians most indians don't have any idea about pakistan the dynamics of pakistan how it functions and this is the damage that imran khan has caused have you ever seen punjabis of pakistan protesting on the street very rarely so you'll have somebody protesting in balochistan you'll have people pr- protesting in khyber pakhtunkhwa or in sindh this is the first time where the masses of punjab have come down and started protesting against the army an army that is 70% punjabi for all practical purposes so i think yes and as far as uh, you talked about the pashtun tahafuz movement uh, see uh, manzoor pashtin all these are left leaning people hmm. they're essentially communists and they want justice within the framework of the pakistani constitution and manzoor pashtin has never said that i want an independent country he never said ki afghanistan ke atak tak mila do he's never made those sort of statements now how does pakistan react how does pakistan react acha ek kaam karte hain ali wazir ko gayab kar dete hain hai na ek kaam karte hain mohsin dawar ko ghar se utha lo this is their mindset and these are elected members of national assembly unko ghar se utha lo i and i have said this to my pakistani friends so many times i am confused against all their societal reputation how are the pashtuns so quiet and so nice they remind you of you know the khudai khidmatgars of hmm. of frontier gandhi you mentioned him sometime back na khan abdul yeah. ghafar khan unke sath bhi to yahi hua tha and these pashtuns the day the pashtuns start getting because 
they're two sides of the same coin. And I'm not saying that they are similar. They are not. They are poles apart. They are worlds apart. But the fact of the matter is that even the Taliban, right? They are Deobandi Muslims, right? Uh, the Afghan Taliban and mm. the Tehrik-e Taliban Pakistan, the TTP. Now, and they also believe in Afghan nationalism, right? And they said, attack the Khamenei, which is why they don't recognize the Durand line. They said, it's nonsense and all. We don't recognize the Durand line. Fact of the matter is that there will be a time and I very strongly believe and Mr. Devashar is here and he'll shed more light. He knows far more on this topic than I do. But the fact of the matter is that I think this is Pakistan's uh, biggest fault line, which is just ticking under the surface. The Pashtuns. The Pashtuns. Oh, oh, absolutely, absolutely, Smita. It is so dangerous. It is so dangerous that what they have seen in Balochistan is nothing once the Pashtuns get, you know, highly armed, highly motivated, enough members in the armed forces, enough members in the bureaucracy, right? They control Karachi for all practical purposes. After after the MQM, uh, you know, is is on the ventilator or the ICU. Uh, I mean, it's there, but it's not there. And, mm -hmm. and uh, Altaf, The leadership is gone. The leadership is gone and yeah. Altaf is outside. But, but the He's been outside for what, 30 years or more? 30 years, no. yeah. And now he can't yeah. even make those telephone calls and all yeah. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Jalsas don't get the crowds anymore. No, no, no. no. Altaf Bhai is now uh, this thing. But the fact of the matter is that the fruit business, the transport business, the logistics business in Karachi is controlled by the Pashtuns. And where did that attack happen? That Baloch woman when she attacked, you know, the Confucius Institute, those, those people. It, it was done by Baloch, it was done in Karachi because, and it came out in the Pakistani media, none, Baloch have a tie-up with the, the, with the Taliban. Hmm. The Baloch freedom fighters now have tied up with with uh, various factions of Taliban or TTP for that matter. It is the same thing. I don't. I don't. I don't see any difference between the TTP and the Afghan Taliban. I think they're the one and the same. When we talk about patience and you know these disappearances, you know, ये बहुत common चीज़ है. Disappear हो गए. It's a kind of an accepted thing. कि disappear हो गए, फिर appear हो जाएंगे. Somewhere blood money has been paid or something has happened or the understanding ki agar journalist hai to fir wo america chala jayega ya fir wo he will stop anchoring you know or he will stop coming on television matlab ye disappear jo hai it's a common thing how long or the the, the pakhtuns are not exactly known for their patience and if this is the kind of atrocities that are happening on them how long do you think that that patience will last will that also explode into a kind of a militant movement against the existing uh, you know setup in pakistan you see first about the baloch you see people disappear and reappear they reappear as dead bodies hmm. in balochistan you can't imagine the agony of the parents the brothers and the sisters when people have been taken away and nobody is there to cover it for yeah, them. You've written a book on Balochistan yeah. in which you mention all this. Yeah. About like Hamid so Meen, for example, yeah. did a program and he was shot almost fatally. He, you know, So the, the media blackout is there because the army, this is the army's red lines. You can say nothing about the Baloch or what we are doing in Balochistan. It's only through social media now that things have started coming out. Similar with the uh, PTM, the Pashtun Tarafas movement, mainstream media doesn't cover them. But thanks to social media, they're able to put out visuals, put out videos. The diaspora then circulates it. So people have come to know what is happening over there. But the point that you made, yes. You see, the key element of Pashtun Wali is revenge huh. or badal. And there is no time limit. Pashtun, That's also a word which I I read in your book. I didn't know it is badal. It's yeah. not badla. It's badal. Badal, in badal, yeah, badal, badal, badal yeah. yes. We call it badla, but they call it badal. They call it badal. 
a Pashtun, the famous saying that a Pashtun took revenge after a hundred years and said he took it too soon. So it is pushed dar pushed. You know, generation after generation. Generation after generation, they, they, it festers. Hmm. That I have to take the revenge, the killing of my father. Here they have butchered Pashtuns like anything. The PTM in, you know, when they pushed out, when they did operations in uh, Waziristan, two million people were made IDPs. They are proud Pashtuns. They had to live in camps. They had to go out with their begging bowl to get rations from. In urban areas of Pakistan, they were treated as terrorists. Racial profiling was done. Oh, sub is all festering. But there are thousands of them rotting in jails right now. Yeah. Right? So, so After the crackdown yeah. on yeah. them. So, but what will So today, already what is happening is that the TTP, which is an armed movement, earlier it was Sharia in uh, Fata and Sharia in all of Pakistan. Today, Noorwali Masood, uh, uh, Masood, who's the head, he's talking about an independent Fata to demerger of Fata and that this is our land, this is, we'll have independence over here. Now, if they were to tie up... With the Baloch? No, no, with the PTM, Pashtun Tafuz movement, which is a okay. non-violent thing. Pashtun Nationalist Party and a nationalist violent movement. Can you imagine what state will be in uh, of... And they tie up with the Afghan Taliban. And here you have Pakistan who keep talking about several separatist movements in India. But yes. what you are telling me is that Fata separate hona chata hai. Yeah, there are people in Fata who want to separate. The Baloches want to separate. Or their so-called Azad Kashmir ke baare mein to koi baat hi nahi karta waha pe. Yeah. Ki waha pe bhi separatist ho gai ki tang a chuke hai ki bas karo. We are sick and tired and they see the, they see the prosperity in Indian Kashmir right now. You know, at the risk of being labelled as a bhakt right now, I might just turn around and say that prosperity is in Kashmir, mein, yeah. in Indian Kashmir. True. They are seeing that yeah. and they are seeing the ghurbat in Pakistani Kashmir. And there is, but nobody is talking about that in the Pakistani media. Yeah. Nobody is referring to these separatist movements in Pakistan. True. And so, also just to finish my point, you see, Pakistan tried to drive a wedge between the TTP and the Afghan Taliban. After they took over in Kabul, they told the Afghan Taliban that our TTP could defang karke, you send them over to us and we'll take care of them. Afghan Taliban said nothing doing. Because what Pakistan forgot was that when the US bombed uh, the Taliban in 2001, they all sought shelter either in Quetta or in Waziristan. And the tribesmen gave them shelter, protection, looked after them. And it is these tribesmen who are part of the TTP. Hmm. So as per Pashtun Wali, there is no way that the Afghan Taliban will turn against the TTP. So they told Pakistan, it's your problem, you sort it out. At best, we will facilitate negotiations and ask the TTP to talk to you, but you sort out along with your ulamas what their problem is. Okay. And the, those negotiations are broken down. Okay. So if the Afghan Taliban, the TTP, the Pashtun Tahafuz movement, and even the mainstream parties like the Awami National Party, the Pakhtun Kwa Mili Awami uh, Party, which are Pashtun mainstream political parties, Jamaat Ulema, Islam, Fazlur Rahman, they all got together recently in something called the Pashtun Qaumi uh, Jirga. And it's a very nascent, it's a, just a green shoot there mm. at the moment. Well, who knows in the next five to ten years what happens. Okay. Uh, Gaurav, you know, you've been, uh, you've been watching Pakistan for so long. You've been in the armed forces in India. And uh, you have come on television channels and you, you're completely against this Mombati Brigade that you refer to very often that, you know, India should open talks with Pakistan and things. Now, we've also had an Indian Prime Minister who said that a strong and stable Pakistan uh, is in India's interest. You have said to the contrary that, you know, Pakistan tute to fir, theek. 
you tell me now that if if what we are hearing now that you know the pakhtuns also bahut ho chuka there are separatist movements in pakistan what is there any good for india if pakistan breaks up or is it good for india if pakistan stabilizes itself and democracy gets some hold in pakistan smita i think it's a function of intent and capability uh today pakistan has the intent to cause india harm but does not have the capability because of its own shenanigans its own lack of money it being in the fatf for more than 4 4 and a half years close to 5 years uh i think all these factors are there the day the day uh, pakistan has capability there will be again a 2611 or an akshardham temple attack they will do it again that's number one number two i'd like to say that uh, you know uh, to quote uh, general ashfaq parvez kiani former chief of army staff of pakistan you know he said that if you have capability intent can change overnight mm. uh you see basically what is happening i i you know a lot of lot of people have said army generals have said and a lot of diplomats have made this point that a stable pakistan is in india's uh, in india's favor you know it will help india if there is a stable how i haven't if somebody can explain to me logically i think this is this is uh, aman ki aasha wala jo pyar hai na hmm. ki uh, aisa ho jayega fir aisa ho jayega hai na like uh, a lot of lot of people in delhi they miss uh, you know lahore ek zamane mein jinne jinne lahore nahi vekha wo jamia hi nahi you yeah. know all this is fraud ye sab jhoot hai ye right uh, and i'll tell you why this is a lie uh i i may sound slightly radical when i say it but i'll say it anyway <laughs> and uh, you know they have attacked us hmm. they have killed indians <laughs> they have waged war hmm. the existence of pakistan is hmm. detrimental to india's national security repeat that the existence of pakistan is detrimental to india's national security that's If, a very radical line i'll tell you why hmm. they attacked us in 47 48 hmm. they attacked us in 65 they attacked us in 71 operation changes khan right operation gibraltar in 1965 they attacked us in kargil why are they not attacking us now because they cannot they will attack us again <laughs> and i'll just tell you one thing here hmm. a lot of people say oh you're sounding radical oh you know you don't uh, you don't uh, you don't want Love. There is no love between India and Pakistan. No love to a lag baat hai. Wo to wo to soch bhi nahi sakte abhi. But then a peaceful coexistence wo bhi nahi. Nahi ho sakta. Kahan hua hai? Aap mujhe bata dijiye ki ye paanch saal ka peaceful koi ye kabi nahi hua ye jhoot hai. Ye humne jhoot apne aap ko becha hai. Indians have sold themselves, and I think I am I I feel very very strongly because so many of my friends you know their names are in the National War Memorial. Yeah. I I don't have I have no forgiveness in my heart for Pakistan. right uh, it it can be an emotional reaction from my side but the fact of the matter is smita that ye phir attack karenge ye phir hamla karenge aap dosti ka hath badhayenge ye saap phir dasega this is going to happen again and again till the time you solve the problem you know what we are doing wrong in kashmir i'll tell you we what we are doing wrong in kashmir smita is simply that you know a problem that exists in rawalpindi we are trying to solve it in srinagar right it's it's like a tap jisse ek ek nal hai na jisse pani nikal raha hai वो पानी हमारे कमरे में आ रहा है हम वाइपर लेके उसको साफ कर रहे हैं साफ कर रहे हैं फिर लेकिन नल ऑन है वो नल पाकिस्तान के अंदर है लेकिन हम इंडिया में झाड़ू लगा रहे हैं पोछा लगा रहे हैं कि पानी चला जाएगा अनलेस यू गो इनटू पाकिस्तान एंड स्विच ऑफ दैट टैप फिजिकली इट इज वो सोसाइटी इतनी रेडिकलाइज हो गई है इतनी रेडिकलाइज हो गई है दैट यू नो इवन वेन देर इज अ क्रिकेट मैच 
One commentator will say that today you're going to have this grand cricket match between two nuclear powers. That is the mindset the Pakistanis have. I'm not saying all of them are bad. I'm not saying that. But the world will be a safer place without Pakistan. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll just say one thing. You see, the problem in Pakistan is that their mindset has been poisoned against India because of the textbooks in government schools. The hatred Wait, to... Wait a minute. Uh, uh, sorry to interrupt you. Has been poisoned ka kya matlab hua? Koi bahar se aake to poison nahi dal raha na? Khud hi kar raha hai. Khud hi kar raha hai. That's what I mean. Matlab they have poisoned themselves. Of course. So it's, it's the inherent bile within them. It's the inherent venom in them. But you know, a five-year-old kid who's in school, he is taught, he is taught that who's your enemy? Hindu is your enemy. Indian is your enemy. Christian is your enemy. Jew is your enemy. They're all out to get you. Yeah, that Jain Dikshit's book in which he mentions, right? No, there are when studies said, of Pakistani textbooks yeah, which have been correct. done in Pakistan itself and I quote that in my first book. That is the kind of hatred that has been generated. If Pakistan was to change the textbooks today, the first student will come out after 15, 18, 20 years. But they've been brainwashed over generations. Look, so, you, you know, you can't expect any kind of... This is especially in Punjabi schools. In Punjab schools. The Punjabi Muslim is the real hatred against India and against Hindu comes from them. And they are the dominant community in Pakistan. So when, you know, uh, you've, you've, been, uh, you've been in the government, you've now... Uh, you're an author. You also are in the National Security Advisory Board. Now, in you've seen, you've met with Pakistanis. You've you've been part of conversations where they, you know, which is a different line than what Gaurav is saying, where he says that existence of Pakistan is detrimental to India's continuity. But you've heard the other side too. What is their point of view? Do they really, are there, is there a constituency in Pakistan which thinks that nahi hum coexistence ho sakti hai? It's only tactical. Yeah. Because you're in a back foot. Because you're in a weak wicket. Yes. And a Punjabi will always compromise. I'm sorry to sound, uh, you know. <laughs> but they're very practical. One minute. When you say Punjabi will only compromise, what you're, what you're saying is that the conversation happens only among the Punjabis. The others don't matter in Pakistan, see, the right? Sindhi, the Baloch and the Pashtun don't have a problem. They're not so much concerned about Kashmir. Hmm. The problem, the wellspring for hatred against India comes from Punjab. Hmm. And today, because they're in a weak wicket, they see the development that is taking place in India. The Indian economy is doing so hmm. uh, so well. And India is doing well. It's Diplomatically, is doing so well. They say, Ki, you know, now let's moderate our, hmm. um, you know, whatever we want to do. Let's improve ourselves, get to a position of strength. Hmm. And then... Once you have the capability, intent will change. So, yeah, it's a tactical thing. Gaurav, I think uh, that's exactly what you were uh, talking about. Also. What I'm trying to also say is, apart from what Mr. Devashar said about the radicalization of the Punjabi textbooks, uh, three years back, I was in Anantanag before this COVID thing happened. And I usually carry these toffees and chocolates in my pocket. And, you know, you wave to kids and you go away and all that. So I like to interact with people there and kids and all that. So I do that. I quoted this uh, once before. And I said, Ek ladke ko pucha, Beta, kya engineer banunga, pilot banna hai. Somebody said, main, ba, main, ba, forge mein Somebody said, mujhe vakil banna hai. Ya main apne father ka business. Jo bhi jiska jo tha. This girl said, this five, six year old girl, jab main, jab main badi ho to mere bete honge, aur main un ko jihad ka Who poisoned her mind? 
and and i asked the colonel there the rashtra rifles officer who was there with me he said sir i can fight against pakistan i can fight against lashkar but in it. front of this girl i have lost my weapons are useless in front of the, this is what adil ahmed dar the suicide bomber of pulwama wo to kashmiri tha wo to pakistani nahi tha uske dimag mein itna zeher kisne dala ki kyunki tumhe kabhi kisi fauji ne aaj se 10 saal pehle thappad mara isliye you blow yourself up and kill 40 people we are fighting against a mindset and i'm telling you dramatic though it may sound this is not hateful i'm just being truthful that this is an existential fight ye phir karenge this is tactical like mr devashar said exactly ye tactical hai ye strategic nahi hai ye tactical hai abhi unko lag raha hai ki ye bhari pad rahe hain mausam kharab hai तो दरवाजे बंद करके अंदर बैठे हैं जिस दिन धूप आएगी मौसम खुलेगा मुझे नहीं लगता कि वी कैन डू इट एट दैट पेस चीजें खराब करना आसान होता है ठीक करना बहुत मुश्किल है अब अभी बोला ना सर ने क्या बोला आपको कि आज से 20 साल के बाद आठ टेक्स्ट बुक ठीक करेंगे 20 साल के बाद होगा राइट केरला इज द मोस्ट लिटरेट स्टेट इन इंडिया राइट सबसे ज्यादा तो आईसीएस के जिहादी तो केरला से जाते हैं तो इट्स नॉट जस्ट अबाउट एजुकेशन इट्स अबाउट माहौल इट्स अबाउट एनवायरमेंट आल्सो यू नो यू वर टॉकिंग अबाउट सोशल मीडिया शॉर्ट वाइल अगो दैट the media was controlled and that's why people in pakistan didn't know much about it but social media mein baat phail jati hai now you know i'm going to come into the aspect of information warfare uh the the isi moves like like a you know a platoon when it comes to information warfare india on the other hand seems like it is fighting on the back foot all the time do you feel that too yeah. do you see, you see that? The, the the problem in india i think is that we still have not recognized media as an element of national power we are still very apprehensive about the media hmm. it's a double edged weapon ki usko hi leak na kar de story na nikal jaye you know kya hoga implication kya pakistan is weaponized media you look at the ispr and the info operations of the isi they have recruited thousands of young people so they can start a twitter storm a hashtag campaign at the drop of a hat arshdeep you know in that cricket match yeah. he dropped a catch and look at the kind of Uh, trolling came out. He's a Khalistani, you know. The poor fellow. This Shami again. The same. So they're looking for opportunities because they know that media is an element of national power. Yeah. We have to develop that mindset and look at strategic communication as a whole of government approach. You know, a handout. Oh, yeah. Some ministry ne handout kar diya, and you expect the media will pick it up and not develop it into. It doesn't work that way. Today's age, you have to get your narrative in first. and get it in effectively baad mein rebuttal hote jaye koi farak nahi padta yeah. you have to get your narrative in first and for that you need very sharp people recognizing that it is an element of national power you know uh, gorav for the one person who may not know who's watching this show on youtube or whatever that you know you're actually a major also a major in the army uh, and you served the forces this arshdeep thing is something which is so recent it it bothered me so much it shouldn't have but it it really gave me sleepless nights you know for you know for our viewers or listeners uh, in sitting in countries where cricket is not a religion just to recap a little bit and there was this dropped catch by an indian cricketer ashdeep and 
and within minutes after he dropped it the entire pakistani crowd on twitter started off that we have won the match because of this guy who's a you know obviously he's a sikh and sikh means khalistani and sikh has betrayed india and stood by pakistan now by the time you know indians or india tried to say that ye these are not indians who are saying this these are these twitter handles are by pakistanis jab tak wo hua which was some anonymous handle by what 3 am india time who brought out the ip addresses and said that these are not indians who are saying it bhai they are not indians uh, uh, screaming at ashdeep on twitter these are pakistani handles you know by then it had picked up a life of its own yes. and then even indian newspapers and ethnic newspapers uh, abroad and then foreign newspapers had all picked that up the websites had all picked up because and by the time india woke up and india reacted i mean official handles it had it was 7 8 damage. damage had been done by then yes you know so our information warfare as i said it doesn't move with the speed that ispr does and i am not even convinced that those were ispr handles you never know they could be just some radicalized Pak- uh, pakistani handles who are sitting and doing this faking it uh, i often tell the pakistanis that the only strike core that pakistan has is ispr baaki sab fal chuke hain baaki kuch kaam nahi karte inka ek hi strike core hai ispr wohi kaam karta hai bas and like mr devasher very rightly said what they have done is you know what we don't understand we think it's a government function one second before again i'm going to interrupt you because yeah. there might be people who don't even know the full form of ispr and what the ispr does thoda sa in- acha so so in 1949 pakistan created a tri services agency called the inter services public relations and while it's called inter services the head is more or less always a army man that's what i've seen in the past 20 25 years i don't know if i missed out somebody but generally it's a khaki wardi wearing guy and they are the people who do information warfare and public relations for the pakistan army they are the people who order the shooting of a hamid mir say that matiullah jaan ko utha ke le aao ek kaam karna zara asatur ki pitai karna uska hath tod these are the people who browbeat the media who tell pemra right the the uh, electronic regulatory authority in pakistan pemra ko bolo notice bhejega do din ke liye uska channel ban karo all these things so the flow of information is managed by ispr hmm. and they try to manage the national flow of information not just sarkari but also civilian which includes electronic media web twitter facebook etc etc what pakistan does is pakistan has realized that this is not a fauji's game and this is something that we in india have not realized and we must ye civilian ka kaam hai <coughs> you need songwriters you need editors you need poets right uh you you need you need script writers you need hackers you need people who are like human bots in their thousands this is what you need this is not something that you see today in today's when we talk about ne- uh, network centric warfare and where 5g has come in and all that today one or two teenagers with laptops right can cause far more damage than an infantry brigade they can cause far more damage we need to realize it's it's cyber it's information warfare and i think what and india can do it 10 times better than pakistan because in the end it's a function of vision and money hmm. it's a function of vision and money ek koi karne wala karwane wala who understands that this is important oh paisa hamare paas duniya bhar ka paise koi nahi get a building in place that's what i've told people get a building in place fill it up with people 
राइट टेल दम क्या करना है एंड दिस बिल्डिंग टेक्स ट्वेंटी फोर इंटू सेवन दिस बिल्डिंग नेवर स्लीप्स राइट आप करना दीजिए पाकिस्तान में कितनी फॉल्ट लाइन्स हैं मैं आपको बताता हूँ भी गिनवा के ना ठीक है यू फॉरगेट अबाउट शियान सुनने कितने देवबंदी हैं ठीक है कितने बरेलवी हैं कितने शियाओं में से सेवनर्स हैं ट्वेल्वर्स हैं कितने अहले अदीस हैं आप एक ये शियाओं के हैं ना अच्छा इनके बेहतर फिरके हैं मुसलमानों के बेहतर सेवेंटी टू इन पाकिस्तान सेवेंटी टू इफ यू नो वॉट टू डू एंड ट्रस्ट यू मी वेन आई से दिस आई नो वॉट टू डू इफ समी वॉट टू गिव मी मनी ना आई कैन कॉज द काइंड ऑफ डैमेज दैट इमरान खान इज कॉजिंग इन साइड पाकिस्तान क्योंकि ये तो ये तो पागल है ना इनको किसी ने बोल दिया लब्बैक लब्बैक यार रसूल अल्लाह चल के पूरा आधा लाहौर जला दिया क्यों क्योंकि फ्रांस में किसी ने खाके बनाए थे कैन यू इमेजिन द माइंडसेट फ्रांस में किसी ने प्रॉफिट मोहम्मद का कार्टून बनाया था भाइयों ने आधा लाहौर जला दिया दीज आर गुड पीपल बट वी नीड टू टैप इन टू दिस इट्स अ कंट्री क्रिएटेड इन द नेम ऑफ रिलीजन सो दे थिंक दैट दैट रिलीजन प्रोटेक्शन इज देयर जॉब रिगार्डलेस ऑफ वेयर दुदादिकत गॉड गिवन कंट्री नो अदर इस्लामिक कंट्री से पाकिस्तानी से दे खुदा दाद ममलिकत गॉड गिवन कंट्री या बट देरिटी स्टेट है एक सिक्योरिटी स्टेट बना उसमें फौज सबसे इन सब में तो इनके जितने भी इदारे हैं जितने भी ऑर्गेनाइजेशन है पाकिस्तान में पाकिस्तान के अंदर सबसे तगड़ी फौज निकल गई एंड जनरल यू नो इट्स it's like a general passing orders that i want this done and it is done hmm. democracies are always messy it's messy exactly this is exactly what i said that democracy is you know hum log we are stuck in systems right jab systems hote hain na then you need several layers of you know approvals and grants and those kind of things it is not a one person wah ek isi chief hota hai who decides everything you know like when we were talking about narratives uh, you, like you said that in your book you talk about the pashtuns who didn't write their narrative the narrative was written by the brits for mm-hmm. them but the same thing happens like when balakot happened they got the narrative first because by the time our narrative came and of course we have our politicians who say ki video proof do yeah. right unke yahan to aise kuch nahi hai they put out ki kauwe jala diye kauwe gire the और कुछ नहीं हुआ राइट एंड एवरीबॉडी फॉलो द स्क्रिप्ट फॉलो द स्क्रिप्ट बट इन आर कंट्री डजेंट हैपन लाइक दैट व्हाट डू यू थिंक अबाउट इट नो इट इज यू सी बिकॉज द अनफॉर्चुनेट पोलराइजेशन इवन व्हेन मैटर्स ऑफ नेशनल सिक्योरिटी एंड फॉरेन पॉलिसी आर कंसर्न हैज बिकम डीप सीटेड दैट पीपल थिंक दैट बाय स्कोरिंग चीप पॉइंट्स दे आर समहाउ डैमेजिंग द गवर्नमेंट they don't realize they are actually damaging the country whatever is your political fight that's separate you must you know parliament here other places are there but when it comes to issues of national security then the national interest must be must predominate that i think has got somewhere you know dhundlaage it's it's not happening to the extent that it should in kashmir do you think that in in their so called azad kashmir uh the narrative is because about the media you know uh, off camera we were talking about how even the media there uh is uh, is not uh, is not free see ba pehli baat to wahan pe koi kashmiri nahi bolta there are very few people who speak kashmiri because the land that was taken away was mostly jammu it was not kashmir 
So what essentially happens there is that all these people, you know, from Mirpur and all that, some people in Muzaffarabad speak Kashmiri. Sure. Resettled ho gaye the wahan pe na. There Not was only this influx. No, they 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 speak Pahadi, they speak Dogri, they speak uh, Punjabi. Ninety-eight percent of the people in POK identify themselves as ethnic Punjabis. Hmm. Kashmiri. कश्मीरी इज लाइक अ रेयर स्नो लेपर्ड कोई कश्मीरी दिख गया वहां पे तो दिख गया पीओके में वरना नहीं दिखना कश्मीरी इट्स बेसिकली दे हैव टर्न द होल प्लेस पंजाबी एंड टुडे अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल देयर इज डेजोनेंस देयर इन द सेंस दैट देयर इज देयर इज फ्रस्ट्रेशन देयर बिकॉज़ देयर इज नो दे डोंट हैव एन एयरपोर्ट देयर इन 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 पीओके उनके पास ढंका रेलवे स्टेशन नहीं है टूटा-फूटा है देयर इज नथिंग इफ यू वांट टू कैच अ फ्लाइट यू हैव टू कम आउट ऑफ पीओके एंड देन गो इनटू इस्लामाबाद और व्हिचएवर इज द क्लोजेस्ट एंड देन कैच अ फ्लाइट so they are in a very bad state they don't have good hospitals i mean finally these things do matter growth matters they have yeah. no media also that's also controlled by unke to unke to jo jo wahan pe mobile phone ki lines istemal karte hain mobile phone ka network hai that is forgy owned that is owned by the pakistani army controlled by the core of signals so so even their phones are tapped that means they don't pakistanis don't trust they might say kashmir they ek road ka naam shrinagar road rakh diya wo sab pakistani wo drama mein bade tez hain hmm. but do they trust the kashmiris no they don't trust the kashmiris they do not trust the jklf kyon saaf kar di inhone because one day jklf woke up one fine morning i said theek hai hame bharat se to azadi chahiye lekin hame pakistan se bhi chahiye kyunki aapke paas bhi to kashmir hai jaisa nana ane ya changi gal nahi this is not good yaar ab tum hum sort out karte hain they started killing jklf people and which is why when alfaran came and when lashkar e tayyaba and jaish e mohammed came none of them had kashmir in their names these are all pan islamic names that is what pakistan seeks to control दे हैव द सेम मॉडल इवन इन बलोचिस्तान जब उनको यह दिखा कि बलोच नेशनलिज्म बढ़ना शुरू हो गई उन्होंने रेडिकल इस्लामिस्ट मॉल भी वहां पर डाल दिए दे आर डूइंग द सेम टू इवन द पश्तून ये ये सब इनका सेम स्क्रिप्ट ये हर जगह चिपकाते हैं what they did in east pakistan with the jamaat e islami they are running the same script everywhere and that, it failed there it could have failed ha, that's what yeah, i was going to ask yeah. you did that since you know it it did not succeed in bangladesh or east pakistan will it succeed here because there also it was an identity but there it was it was a very fierce identity crisis is there similar kind of identity crisis with regard to the pashtuns with regard to the baloches uh, is it strong enough for pakistan to splinter to break up You see, they have used pan-Islamism, especially Zia did during the time of the Soviet jihad. Hmm. All lot of people came in from the Middle East, from Saudi Arabia, the Sirat de Madrasas, and Wahhabi uh, kind of uh, influence. But people forget that Pashtuns, Afghanistan, has been a very strong center of moderate Sufi Islam. You know, Herat, for example, is called Khakeolia, the soil of the Sufi saints. Uh, Ghazni was called abode of the uh, uh, Sufi saints. The most famous uh, Sufi, uh, Sufi shrine in uh, Lahore, Data uh, Data Sab, is actually Al Hajwari who came from Ghazni. So gradually, this Sufi thing will have to reassert itself. Today, it is not because it has been overcome by Wahhabis and you know all kinds of things. But once the Sufi culture reasserts itself, which is what Pashtun, even you would be surprised. Mullah Omar used to visit the grave of his teacher every week. and would also visit other graves though we say he is a cutter wahabi deobandi and this kind of a thing but very strong sufi influence so i think the sufi influence has to come back and will you come back over imran a period of time imran khan will bring it no not not imran khan certainly not no? with uh, black magic and all that that he is <laughs> no. he is believed to do no no, no pinky pirni does it is right pinky pirni ha wo karti hai wo black magic so, uh, but she's is, gone on other extreme of jins and things like that so that is, is not going to happen there that's not going to happen but you know before you end i want to make two points ji 
the polarization which Imran Khan has brought about in Pakistan today is absolutely frightening and unbelievable. There was political polarization, you know, PPP, PML, and hota tha. Ab social polarization ho gayi. In fact, Dawn quoted a seven-year-old girl who came back from school and told her father that people who are supporters of PTI, children, and those are supporters of Nawaz, PMLN, sit separately now. We don't even sit together. In the classroom. In the classroom. One. Second, you know, this political situation is, what do you see at the moment? There are 30 million people who don't have shelter because of the floods. There's a looming water crisis in Pakistan. They have an education emergency. You know what I wrote about in my first book. Economy is on a slippery slope. Population is growing at 2.4%. Three million people are entering the labor force every year, year after year for the next 40 years. There are no jobs. These are the kind of issues that are eating away Pakistan and nobody is paying attention to these fundamental issues of the country. They're all bothered about what Imran Khan said, what's happening in Where is Pakistan headed? The, that they are on a precipice, they could fall either way. Either embrace democracy, see that the success that it's had in countries around them and embrace that or else go into a state of chaos like Afghanistan has done. What do you see, uh, Gaurav? What do you see happening? As we conclude, it's the last question. Smita, it's, uh, Pakistan is not a normal country. Pakistan will continue to exist in some form or the other, truncated, balkanized or otherwise. Or otherwise. But Pakistan will never be normal. They'll keep on limping. Be, this country will keep on being on ventilator from one year to the next to the next. Sometimes the Americans will give money. Now, Shehbaz Sharif went and he got some money from the Chinese and then he got some money from the Saudis. And now he started this whole tamasha about climate justice and he's saying, hmm. And w- w- what is this whole thing with the Saudis? That you Muslim, you are Muslim. So, don't have to ask for There is a difference. वो अलग-अलग लेवल से मांगते हैं जैसे मैं दुकानदार के पास गया ना उसने बोला कि जी चीनी 50 रुपए किलो है फॉर एग्जांपल तो मैंने बोला नहीं मैं 40 की दूंगा मैं 40 की दे दो तो उसने 40 की दे दी जब मैं नेगोशिएट नहीं कर पाया फिर मैंने बोला नहीं जी 40 से कम नहीं दूंगा दुकानदार रुक गया फिर मैंने बोला चलो एक मुट्ठी फ्री में डाल दो इसके ऊपर और अगर नहीं देते तो मैं अपने आप को उड़ा दूंगा गोली मार दूंगा गोली मार दूंगा एंड साथ में तुम भी मरोगे मैं भी मरूंगा कोई फायदा वो वीरू टैंकर के ऊपर चढ़ा रहता है ना कि अगर मेरी बसंती से शादी नहीं करी तो फिर हैजा हो जाएगा गांव में लोग मर जाएंगे अगर मैंने सुसाइड कर लिया तो दैट इज पाकिस्तान सिटिंग ऑन द वाटर टैंकर ड्रंक एंड टेलिंग द वर्ल्ड कि हमारे पास न्यूक्लियर वेपन्स है बॉस अगर हमें पैसा नहीं दिया तो फिर तुम देखना क्या होता है एंड दे हैव बीन डूइंग इट सक्सेसफुली दे हैव बीन ब्लैकमेलिंग द वर्ल्ड एंड द वर्ल्ड हैज बीन गिविंग द मनी बट देन व्हाट आई मीन आफ्टर सीइंग द रशिया आई डोंट वांट टू गो इनटू द रशिया यूक्रेन क्राइसिस बट आफ्टर सीइंग दैट यू कैन एक्चुअली कॉल द ब्लफ ऑन द न्यूक्लियर थिंग इजंट इट ऑन द बटन व्हाट रशियाज वी नो विद पाकिस्तान विद रिगार्ड टू पाकिस्तान ऑल द टाइम यूजिंग दिस न्यूक्लियर बटन एज अ बिग थिंग दैट हम अपने आप को उड़ा देंगे एंड देन देयर विल बी डिस्ट्रक्शन इन द एंटायर रीजन और द सबकॉन्टिनेंट और और बियॉन्ड you know, that is propaganda. You know, Sheikh Rashid saying, pow, pow, ke bomb, you know, we can do this. Yeah. I think that the Pakistan army leadership, which controls the actual button, is responsible enough not to do go in for this kind of nuclear brinkmanship. I think so, at the moment at least. But the danger with the nuclear issue is that they don't believe in India's nuclear doctrine. We made it very clear that even if you have a TNW, tactical nuclear weapon, we will have massive retaliation. They said, you can't do it. If we 
have a 1 kiloton uh, nuclear weapon you will not bomb lahore with a 30 kiloton you can't do it i think but puri aur balakot ke baad donde realize ki hum kar sakte hain exactly Haan. the frightening thing is that in their doctrine when you meet people they say tumhare mein himmat nahi hai karne ke liye that is the dangerous thing not so much as hmm. you know the, they're threatening they want you know i i teach i don't think so at the moment they're not ir- that irrational at the moment all right thank you so much for this conversation uh, mr diveshar thank you gorav for okay. coming in and giving us uh, two points of view which are almost similar i would feel that after this conversation but of course uh, your articulation is different and interesting and all the best to you in your endeavors uh, gorav you are thank now you. Uh, you know moved into uh, the think tank space and you're doing very well in that thank you very so much so all the best to you too you and i look forward to uh, having you back with your fifth book soon thank you so thank much. you so much for uh, having me thank It's you i really enjoyed this conversation and wish you all the best in your new venture thank you thank you so much thank you Thank you for watching or listening in to ANI podcast with Smita Prakash do like or subscribe on whichever channel you listen to this or watch this namaste jai hind